So today we've been observing the different ways in which people connect with God and how they worship Him. And we've talked about those who easily connect with God and worship Him uh, through observing nature, and others who connect with God by getting excited and celebrating Him uh, through song and through other art forms. We talked about connecting with God through rituals and symbolism and traditions. We talked about people who like to spend time with God uh, away from everything else, just taking moments out of your day to just be quiet and sit in simplicity and silence, away from distractions. And we just saw a video of Christy who connects with God by serving others, and that's the way that she best connects with God. And so now, in this part of the service, uh, this is going to relate to those of you who connect with God the most by learning and by studying. So this is going to be kind of like the little sermonette teaching time thing. Um, So I first discovered the concept of everyone having a different uh, kind of way that they approach God uh, by reading a book called Sacred Pathways. And the book describes all these different approaches to worship. And uh, it's a little long-winded, obviously, but if today interests you, I would really encourage you to pick up that book. Uh, And if you uh, need that list, I've printed it out, and I've got it over there. So if you're interested in having that list to kind of figure out uh, which pathway is yours, then uh, please come see me after the service. I'll definitely give that to you. But my Cliff Notes version of the book is this. Uh, God created us all very unique. But if we look closely, however, we can see certain pathways in how we naturally approach God. And we've got to understand that it's okay that some of the natural, some of the pathways come more naturally to us, come more easily to us. So we've got to find out which pathway suits us and and realize that that is the main way that God can nourish our soul. There's other pathways, all the pathways are important, but it's, it's also important to find the main way. Uh, that God can nourish our soul. And that's the so what for today. That's the takeaway. Find that main pathway. The others are important too, but we need to find that main pathway that connects us to God like no other. Because we can navigate through life a lot better when we have that presence, when we have uh, the presence of God within us, and we have that peace. Because... uh, Life becomes a joy and not a burden. And also, uh, the opposite is true. If, if we don't feel connected with God and we don't have uh, that presence with him, life can kind of take a turn south and it can become hard. And I'll share a little uh, example of what not to do from my own experience. So several years ago, the staff at Polaris and some of the congregation members uh, had read this book called Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. And it's a really great book, and that's one that I would suggest everybody read if you haven't read it. Uh, but, but there's a part in there that talks about taking little segments out of your day uh, to just sit in silence, like the ascetic, the person that, that just sits in silence away from everything and all the distractions, all that, and just let God work in you. And so I had, honestly, I'd never really tried that, where you just deliberately get rid of everything around you and just sit in simplicity, not studying, just, just sitting there. 
and man, my life changed like, like crazy. Um, my spirit felt really connected to God during that time. And that was my pathway. After a while, though, uh, things started to fade. Um, I kind of fell out of the habit. Um, we had another kid, and uh, obviously I'm thankful for my kids, but just, you know, life, for those of you who have multiple kids, you know, life really changes when you have children. And so I kind of fell out of the habit of doing that pathway, of going down that pathway. And I started to feel really distant from God. I really, really distant. Like, I'm a worship pastor, and I feel disingenuous leading worship. Like, that kind of distant. And it was, it was bad. Like, I did not, obviously didn't like that. Um, it was hard. So, so when I found some time, uh, my wife and I, we, we took the kids on a vacation. And I took several chunks of that time to just reconnect and be alone with God and revisit that spiritual pathway. My family was really generous and let me take a lot of that time to just be by myself, and I'm so thankful for that. Um, so I reconnected, and God, you know, just showed me a lot of stuff, and it was good stuff happened, but the point is, um, before that, I had let, uh, I had strayed away from my main pathway. Don't let yourself stray away from your main pathway. It's how God nourishes your soul. It's the main way that God nourishes your soul. And if you haven't found your pathway yet, that's why it's important uh, to do that. And uh, I know I keep saying that we need to find our main pathway, but uh, we also need to realize that all the other pathways are important as well. We can learn something from each of the pathways and experiences because they're all important. And if we neglect one of the pathways, bad things can happen. We can actually be disobedient. Uh, So, for example, if we don't ever help people in need, then we're directly going against a teaching, many of the teachings of Jesus. And if we don't ever study and read the scriptures, then how are we going to learn how to follow God better? And how how are we going to hear his voice clearly? Because that is literally his words to us. And if we're not reading How are we going to hear effectively from God? And if we don't get outside every once in a while, away from distractions and just take a breath and enjoy God's creation, that can be a recipe for disaster. Uh, If you're you're not out enjoying nature, life can be tough. Just ask those of us who live in northeastern Ohio between the months of December and March where there's no sunshine Life gets kind of bleak. So all of these pathways are important. So we need to observe all of them. Find your one pathway, but observe all of them. And I know that sounds kind of difficult to keep that in your head, that all these pathways are important. But we have one person in Scripture who perfectly modeled uh, all of these different pathways. He walked down all these different pathways, and it's Jesus God came into his creation through Jesus. He became a physical part of it. He walked the earth and became the ultimate caregiver and activist by performing healings and miracles and fighting on behalf of those who were being oppressed by 
an authoritarian religious system. And he shared his wisdom with humanity. He taught us a lot of things. He was a teacher, and we learned from him. And he observed uh, the many sacraments and rituals, and he even introduced one, uh, which we're going to observe here in a second. Many times he withdrew, and he spent time in nature and in solitude, particularly on the night that he was betrayed. And then finally, he was the most active activist by literally standing in the place of all of us and paying our debt of sin on the cross. And that's, if that's not activism, I don't know what is. Which leads me to the last part of the service. I'd like to take the last few minutes here and observe one of the rituals that Jesus introduced. And that's communion. I'd like to take communion together. So the ushers are going to pass the trays of communion. And this is very important. Everybody listen up. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, When you get the communion, don't take it while it's passed and then keep on passing the basket. Hold on to the cup and the bread. And we're going to take communion together after everyone's been served. We're going to take it together as we read some scripture together. So as the plates are being passed, I'm going to play quietly on the guitar. And don't pay attention to what I'm doing. Just, that's just to fill some silence for those of you who aren't uh, ascetics. Go ahead and pass the communion, guys. That's fine. Um, so don't, don't, don't forget to hold on to the communion. Hold on to the bread and the juice. And just think about this. Jesus Christ uh, allowed all of these pathways. He made... Uh, all of these pathways possible by knocking down the wall of sin that separated us from God. So think about that as they're passing the trays.